0: Holes in one are funny. Most of us don't even know the plural form of the term. Is it hole in ones or holes in one? Maybe we struggle with that because people never even achieve the plural. Aces are hard to come by. At least they're supposed to be. If
1: I didn't know it was true, I might even question it. I mean, the bottom line, it makes no sense.
0: I've played a ton of golf, haven't even come close. The number 12 player in the world, Xander Shoffley, he's played thousands upon thousands of par threes. He made his first ace just last year. So how is it that a 66-year-old man from Texas came to be known as the king of aces?
1: I kind of got paid to party and talk and hit a seven iron. And thankfully, I was pretty good at all three of them.
0: Josh sends track down this walking statistical anomaly to find out. Josh, have you ever made a hole in one? Sean, I've made three holes in one.
2: Yeah, and I can remember them all vividly. And they all had witnesses. Can
0: you rattle through the details on them for me?
2: Yeah, first one was about 20 years ago. I was playing in a fairly big money match with some poker player guys I knew. We were playing a two-man game. The reason I remember the two-man game is because I made a one, my partner made a seven, and we lost the hole. (laughs) The second hole in one was um, in Montana at the Yellowstone Club, this very high-end private club in the mountains. We got to a a short par uh, 3 at elevation. And it was a, a beautiful scene because it was a, pl- a hole that played over a gully and there were two baby moose grazing in the gully. And I hit my shot, nice little lazy draw, bounce one hop in. I just sort of raised my hand and said, hole in one. And my wife looked up from the cart. She was just staring at the moose and she just said something like, is that is that good? <laughs> and then the third one came in November of 2015. I remember because it was uh, shortly after my dad had passed away. And I'm not one of those sort of point to the sky kind of athletes but it definitely had one of those feelings i had an eight iron in the tournament and i, I hit a shot into the sun a couple hops i didn't see it go in i was blinded by the glare wow. but uh, that felt like a pretty meaningful moment as well
0: okay i'm glad you mentioned multiple aces tell me who is mansell davis and how did you come across him
2: Yes, Mansell Davis is known as the King of Aces. Um, I was asked to do a story just about the hole-in-one tradition, or whether you're really required to buy drinks after after you make a hole-in-one. And so I just Googled who's made the most hole-in-ones, I figured I'd ask that person what his thoughts are. And up came Mansell Davis.
1: You're looking at a young man who has established a record.
2: Concerning my questions about you making 51 official holes-in-one, do you intend to answer my questions? Truthfully,
1: today. Yes. Day tonight, and got a zip right in the middle of your forehead. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll behave.
2: He's a West Texas guy. Grew up in uh, Odessa, Texas. He's in his 60s now. He was uh, he was a teaching pro for many years. Aspired to be a, a PGA Tour player and did play, but was mostly a, a club pro who was then discovered and became a personality on the hole-in-one circuit. The
1: moment you arrive at a million dollar hole-in-one shootout, you know you're about to experience something far different from the typical charity or corporate golf event.
2: In that capacity, he traipsed around the country as the king of aces, wearing a purple robe and a crown and uh, entertaining crowds
0: and making lots of holes in one along the way. Wait, the king of aces? How many aces are we talking about?
2: Mansell Davis has 51 aces.
0: Wow. As you might imagine, this king of aces got his start at an early age, making his first ace at just 11 years old.
1: Golden Acres Country Club, which doesn't even exist anymore in Odessa, Um, I wanna say it was a three iron, 167 yards, and it was actually a good shot, that one was. Uh, It was a little draw shot, as I recall, hit, skipped, and rolled in the hole.
2: Within a year, he had made
1: eight of them, and that
2: caught the attention of the local paper, and that story went on the wires. And by the time he was 12 years old, and he had eight holes in one already, he got called by CBS.
1: Can you tell us your name, young fella, and where you're from? I'm Mansell Davis from Odessa, Texas. You certainly are. <laughs> Uh, they had a show
2: called I've Got a Secret that was hosted by Steve Allen.
1: You're looking at a young man, panel, ladies and gentlemen, a young man who has established uh, a record that will make grown men cry. Mansell, if you'll whisper to me, we'll show our audience just what field you established your record in.
2: And none of them can guess it. It's a pretty funny clip that <laughs> captures an era for sure.
1: Well, would make grown men cry? Some of them, yes. You've been married 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Is it some uh, sporting thing, some athletic stuff?
2: Yes, sir. Do your feet touch the ground? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Do you
1: run? No, (laughs) ma'am. Walk? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. You walk? And this is a sport? Yes, Yes. ma'am. I
0: think part of the reason why people couldn't guess his secret was because it's hard to believe. It sounds ridiculous. I tend to think people probably weren't rushing to believe him either, were they, Josh?
2: There were doubters. There have always been doubters. He said, even when he was a kid, after he came back from New York and he'd made a bunch of aces, he'd be playing at the local club where his parents belonged in Odessa. And, you know, people would treat him with a mix. It was either sort of awestruck and congratulatory, like, hey, man, it's a late kid. You're going out to make another ace? Or they'd be like, hey, kid, I heard you made another, right? By the time he was 20, he had made. He basically shot his age in, in aces, so he had as many aces as uh, as candles on his birthday cake. I talked to one guy who grew up with Mansell, a little bit older in Texas, and saw Davis make two aces, once when they were kids in junior golf, and uh, the other when they were both working as assistant pros in Texas, actually, years later. He said the first one was a carom off a tarp that was being used to protect the green, and the next one, he said Davis hit it Totally fat, with a three-wood, kind of worm-burned up around the green, rattled off the flagstick and dropped. Most of Mansell Davis' aces were legit, but as he readily admits, you know, they say a a hole-in-one is a a good shot with a lot of luck. I've been very lucky, but
1: I'm a good iron player. I tend to visualize more effectively on the par threes than the other.
0: A good shot with a lot of luck. They say the odds of an average person making an ace is 12,500 to one. Mansell Davis claims 51 of them. Soon enough, he'd turn all those aces into a legit revenue stream.
1: The moment you arrive at a million dollar hole in one shootout, you know you're about to experience something far different from the typical charity or corporate golf event. It, you know, it's, it's a very common situation now when you play in a corporate or charity event to see a car or cash awarded for a hole in one on a specific hole. John Everhart basically invented hole-in-one insurance. If you're a golf course or driving range owner looking to bring new traffic to your property, the hole-in-one shootout has great, great, and distinct advantages for all. In the next few moments, we're gonna share with... I think it's a
2: terrific event. It brings out a lot of people, whether they're great golfers or just beginners, one of the beginners just qualified
1: for the I had just come to the Woodlands from uh, from Dallas where I'd been the pro- trophy club and Skip Bayless Oddly enough, is responsible for some of it. He had done an article on me there. He was with the Dallas Times Herald, I think it was. And uh, John Everhart was starting to form this company called National Hole in One Association, and a former editor of Golf Magazine named Parker Smith was doing the public relations for him and marketing ideas. And they read this Skip Bayless article and decided to call me. Since this is an Augusta National and your typical hush-hush crowd event, the players are recognized and encouraged throughout the event by the official MC, which happens to be yours truly, Mansell Davis on this end, better known as the King of Aces because I've been fortunate enough to score the PGA world record 50 holes in one. And the next thing I know, I'm named the King of Aces and I'm kind of the spokesperson for this new company coming out and and I'll never forget. instead of a, a, an annual payment or whatever, I took a, a percentage I said I yeah, I've already got a nice job at the woodlands and I'd rather you know go on on the, on the come I said I'll, I'd rather have a little piece of each policy. Hopefully you'll see what you like and folks we would love to come to your area and conduct a million dollar hole-in-one shootout just for you.
2: you know one of his jobs as the king of Aces was to stand on a tee box as tournaments went through. And he would hit a shot at the par three, uh, you know, and the, the group would get to play his ball. And if he made an ace, it counted. Now, it only counted as an official hole in one for him if he made it on the first shot of the day. And that happened twice, he said, and when what? that happened, and so that, so, but to make it official, he would have to wait for the tournament to go through, uh, you know, sit there all day on the tee box, hitting with every group. And when the final groups had finished, he would go ahead and finish his round to make it official.
1: As they named me King of Aces, that, again, that was their deal. But unequivocally, I'd never, you know, nobody had ever heard of King of Aces. And uh, they did, as my business card, uh, a playing card, and and uh, like, a, and I, I'm the king. And they put me in a wooden throne, and they had this purple robe with white fur, in a gold crown, I mean, in my little old fat, no my big old fat face, it was not a pretty picture. I kind of got paid to party and talk and hit a 7-iron. Thankfully, I was pretty good at all three of them.
0: As with anyone who makes an ace, there's this sense of, sure, okay, I believe you. So, Josh, with Mansell and his 51 aces, do you believe him?
2: All right, please remain still. This portion of the exam is now beginning. Remember, yes or no answers only. We put him on a lie detector test. He has passed polygraphs. He has witnesses. Are you telling the truth when you stated you have made 51 official holes in one in your golf career? Yes. You know, in addition to his passing the polygraph and having witnesses, he just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would lie about that. (sighs) You have a plus 12, just scoring three charts, a plus Four is passing, so you have way more than you need.
1: <laughs> well, who do you do?
2: Exactly.
0: Fair enough. Who do you do? I'm with you, Josh. I think we can happily accept Mansell Davis as the official king of aces. On, I never
1: could figure this out. We've had some psychiatrists actually do some brain stuff. My brain waves were discernibly different on a par three, a, say a six iron off of a par three, than they were with that same six iron from the middle of the fairway, or in my case, the rough, but I mean, you know, on a regular par four, par five. I remember Jack Nicholas said it one time, he said, go to the movies in your mind. But this was like, uh, the six iron on a par three, it was like IMAX, it was living color, it was giant screen, and the six iron from elsewhere was like little bitty black and white. And that's something I could never explain.
0: Folks at home, you might be wondering, when is number 52 coming? Well, unfortunately, Mansell Davis is no longer playing golf. An accident in 2014 has kept him from being able to play for the last six years. He misses the game. I kinda wish he was playing myself, but he knows that he's lived a blessed life. And when you get him talking about aces, man, does he light up.
1: The average golfer, He or she, they can't think of winning, they can't even dream about winning the US Open or the Masters or the LPGA Championship, but you know what? They know that there's that one perfect autumn day or morning or afternoon and the sun's just right or the wind is just right and they catch that five iron square and it goes in the hole and they've just hit a shot that Tiger Woods can't do any better.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Drop Zone. If you want to see Mansell Davis, we've brought his story to light in a mini-doc on golf.com. He's quite the character. He's also got one more world record. Mansell Davis is also the king of albatrosses. He's made 10. Folks, good luck topping either of those marks.
1: I wouldn't trade places with anybody. I really wouldn't. I mean, I I, I got more stories and the show dog can jump, and I mean, and, and the nice part is they're real. And I don't care who believes them or not, because I was there. And I've been real blessed. Yeah.
0: All righty. Thanks to Josh Sens for bringing us the story of Mansell Davis. Now I'll bring in co-host Dylan DeChair. Dylan, last week you told us that you've made one ace, but what do you think is the most famous ace of all time?
3: Oh, wow. The most famous ace ever. I mean, Tiger in Phoenix comes to mind at the Waste Management in the late 90s. Yeah.
0: Is there any others that come close though?
3: Uh, gosh. I mean, there was a great moment last year at Augusta where you were writing a column about how the 16th hole has become too easy on Sundays. And then right on command, John Rom hit it to like six inches and then Justin Thomas made an ace the very next shot.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that is a that's an area where a lot of famous aces might take place the 16th at Augusta. But the most famous is probably Tiger Woods at Phoenix, or I will contend the ace that Michael Jordan made in Space Jam. How about that?
3: Oh, I mean, in terms of, like, clutch, must-make shots, it's tough to compete with.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, any ace that changed the sporting landscape, is there any... I mean, it basically shut down the NBA.
3: Yeah, that's true. I mean, that was actually the first real NBA shutdown before... You know, I mean, in the the current modern landscape, the NBA shutdown really changed the the course of, like, our entire country's action. So, I mean, that means even more thinking about it in the current context.
0: Totally. So... Uh, We teed that up basically because next week on The Drop Zone, we're going to talk about Michael Jordan. ESPN is coming out with The Last Dance. It's a 30 for 30 that talks about everything in Michael Jordan's incredible career. And one of the most important things in Michael Jordan's career is golf. The guy played golf during nights in which he went off for 45 points. He played golf in the morning for 36 holes and then won gold that evening in the Barcelona Games. The guy has made golf a part of his life and it's no wonder because he's one of the most competitive people ever and Dylan I would contend that golf is a sport that finds the most competitive people
3: oh yeah I mean the thing about Jordan is that he loves golf so much and having the golf course to himself so much that the private courses of Florida were not private enough for him so he went ahead and built his own Grove 23 which is uh, one of the things we'll explore next week is just this whole world of Florida golf that seems to orbit around Jordan. He is such a central figure. He's like a a godfather in this world of pro golfers in that Jupiter, Florida area. There's so many stories that come out of this, and we'll tap into at least a few of them.
0: Yeah, we're definitely going to bring the most epic golf tales from Michael Jordan's love of that game. When you think about it, the most famous golfers in the world, they're not like Tiger Phil, Jordan Spieth, Rory they are Tiger, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, and I think Michael Jordan might be number four on that list. If you had to, yeah, he's probably a, he's him. a little
3: ahead of Steph Curry, who's a little bit ahead of Tony Romo. I mean, there's some guys that that's one of the cool things about golf. You know, you don't see so many athletes like playing a lot of touch football necessarily, but a lot of these guys do play golf. Jordan chief among them.
0: Yeah, definitely. Stay tuned for that next week. Thanks to Lee Finer for producing this episode of The Drop Zone. We will see you guys one week from now.